Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us as our great friend, Dr. Richard Ruling, is back again to talk about something that everyone should be concerned about 100%. And it's up to the believers to share this information with unbelievers as well as fellow believers, because folks, this is all wrapping up really quick. I mean, with all that's happening in the world, especially here in the United States recently, some people are wondering if all this points to the biblical end times as depicted in the Bible. In fact, in the book of Daniel, he's told to shut up these words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many will roam to and fro and knowledge will increase. And that's where we're at. I mean, Dr. Ruling is a frequent guest on our program. And I always look forward to Dr. Richard Ruling's appearances as his knowledge on a variety of topics always speaks directly to the things we see happening all around us. From the COVID virus to eating healthy instead of taking toxic medications from signs of the times. Yes, to I the am. And thank you so much for your understanding. Arizona is unique in that it does not do daylight saving time and move the clock ahead. And uh, so when you book something in Mountain, it, 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 Mountain in Albuquerque is different than mount, Mountain Time in Arizona. Now, our guest today, Dr. Richard Ruling, I mean, I always look forward to when he appears on our program. His knowledge on a variety of topics always speaks directly to the things we see happening all around us, from the COVID virus to eating healthy instead of taking toxic medications, from signs of the times to warnings from the Bible. Dr. Ruling has proven himself to be an expert that we can turn to for a wealth of information. He is releasing a new book right now, Mega Quake. 2023. This goes into great detail on why we are now entering the last days before the return of Jesus. But he goes a lot deeper than just saying we're in the last days. He is sharing a wealth of information, all with the purpose for you to give God and Jesus another chance for yourself, a loved one, friends, co-workers, your neighbors. Everyone needs to hear this information. Amen. You do not want to be one of those who are crying out in misery, remembering how you could have learned some things here that will translate into even better things there in heaven. Amen. Anyway, help me welcome back to the program, our dear friend, Dr. Richard Ruling. Dr. Ruling, as we discussed before, uh, we went live. I've been a follower for your ministry efforts for, gosh, I can't be for sure, but at least the last four or five years, at least. And I want to thank you for coming back on the program today. Well, it's my privilege, uh, Brother Bob, Pastor Bob, you, you've been a, a, a beautiful example of how pastors should be open to information here and there from Scripture, and uh, I appreciate your ministry uh, going into other nations as well, And um, uh, because we are coming down to a time when lots of people, like you say, are going to wonder and want to knock on the door, but it's going to be too late for some, but I uh, hopefully uh, people that listen to your broadcast will uh, get it here and there. Uh, 
even as Isaiah says, uh, here a little, there a little, yeah. because uh, God's, uh, it's not all one person have all the truth, you know, yeah. anyway. Amen. And, and, you know, I mean, I learn a lot from, you know, because I, I know the scriptures, but you know them on such a deep level in various aspects that, you know, and that's what it takes is a constant exposure to the script. I mean, how many times have, have I been reading the Bible and I've read it probably, you know, I don't know, 500 times or something. And all of a sudden it just jumps off the page at me. It's like, Ooh, I never seen that before. <laughs> you know? I mean, and, and that's what I get from you when you're going around and, and you're sharing this information and like the, the parable of the five virgins and all that, it's like all of a sudden it just clicks like, Oh, that makes complete sense, you know, and and that's what I love about about being able to interview you. And for the benefit of first time listeners, anyone who's interested in listening to the godly timeline for us today, your make your book Mega Quake twenty twenty three will explain things into a lot more detail than than we'll actually be able to devote to it today. But let's try. But tell us about the mega quakes you're predicting between now and twenty twenty three. Let me back up, if I may, and give a foundation for this is how it fits, because a favorite author of mine says that one example is worth many precepts or teachings. Amen. And the the big example, greatest uh, event in Old Testament history for God's people really was the Exodus. And I'm seeing America as like Egypt. And while at first we might not see how that's true, but I'll just give you several examples. Egypt was the greatest nation then. America is the greatest nation now. Egypt fed, fed people in times of famine. We feed people uh, and provide food to other countries. Um, Israel went to Egypt in a time of famine with uh, the children of Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, God sent Joseph ahead of time to prepare. But we find that also uh, um, pioneers came to this country in a time of famine for the word of God. We, we call the word of God the bread of life. Uh, they were starving in Europe where the papacy proscribed and forbid people to own a Bible, okay? Right. That was the beast power that didn't want people to know the Bible. But uh, pioneers, uh, they were willing to risk left uh, death at high sea or risk death from Indians or starvation. But God blessed those people with a great country that uh, had a, a constitution like the Ten Commandments. Both are examples mm-hmm. of self-government. Uh, The idea was we didn't have a king. uh, People were to govern themselves, and some of those powers were given to this local government, and some of the powers the local government had were given to the federal. Well, that means the federal had very little power. The the sovereign citizen had most of the power, but today it's turned upside down. Federal government is going to tell you everything you're going to do. You know, and, and take the shot besides. Well, that's right. I don't <laughs> I don't think so, you know, <laughs> at, at this point. And my my uh, whole perspective is that Egypt is a good example of God's liberation. Uh, Egypt enslaved Israelites, but America has enslaved most people in alcohol, tobacco, drugs, mm-hmm. medical care is a form of bondage. If you have to go back every two weeks or a month for for another oh, prescription yeah. that could kill you. Yeah. That's true. And, so and, basically, and the, and the big one, though, you're asking about uh, where are we and why 23 is that uh, Egypt threw babies in the river. Mm-hmm. And we have done far worse than Egypt with 63 mm-hmm. million abortions yeah. Yeah. okayed by Roe v. Wade in 1973. Well, since 1973, uh, which was bad on that decision, every sabbatical year, every seven has been bad 
a significant sign of end times. Um, seven years from 1973 was 1980. Yeah. Mount St. Helens erupted and put sure ash did. over three states, a dark yeah. day for the Northwest. Just like 200 years earlier, there was a dark day. On the same date, May 19, 1780, New Englanders thought the Lord was coming. It was a, uh, the cows came in, uh, 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 chickens went to roost in the midday. They had to have lanterns to read. Well, my mm. point is, though, that um, it wasn't quite that dark, but Mount St. Helens was a huge event. And, it, oh, it, yeah. you know, and then seven years later, 1987, the Pope lands in Miami and kisses the ground in a claim for Catholicism. And there, uh, that year had several other events, an earthquake in Whittier, a populated city of, of Southern California. It had a stock market crash of 500 mm -hmm. points. Wow. Yeah. And then a Persian Gulf crisis where we almost got into war. Yeah. And those were all a uh, shadow of end time events when each of those will again be dominant, I think, in, in uh, the coming year. And uh, seven years later, Rwanda in 1994, a million Protestant Tutsis were slaughtered by their Catholic neighbors. And the Pope said, sorry, you know, yeah. well, uh, he, he, his advice to the UN was let the local government handle it. You know, they could have stopped it easily. They had a full presence in Rwanda. But uh, they they let the Catholics do it. And uh, so New World Order will not be good with the Pope in charge. And uh, basically, uh, then seven years later, 9-11 uh, happened in, uh, seven years later. as a, And that got us into war with Iraq. And seven years later was a stock market crash of, uh, uh, that started on Rosh Hashanah when uh, the, the Congress voted funds uh, to bail out banksters and uh, the uh, it was a bad situation. And then seven years later was 2015, and the Pope went to Congress, gay marriage in the Supreme Court, peace and safety with uh, the Iran nuclear deal, mm -hmm. all of these in, 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 in 2015. And so uh, the, the, I'm looking for now, uh, this year is a, another sabbatical year, and I believe that the, the, the big event this year will be as the days of Noah. Noah buried Methuselah, whose name meant when he dies, it will come. Yeah. And uh, that that he died as a sign the flood was coming. And this year, I believe contact with a dead body as Noah buried Methuselah, contact with a dead body was a uh, provision for Passover a month later. Uh, the flood came with Passover timing, but second spring month. And I believe that uh, we will see lots of deaths this year. Uh, I mean, just in the past week, yeah. uh, yesterday, a seventh grader died. Okay, uh, they didn't know why. Well, I I tried to write and say, did did she have a shot? You know, mm -hmm. uh, so many school kids have had shots, and yeah. and then uh, there's a um, this past week, a country singer died at 58. Mm -hmm. They say heart attack. Well, did he have a shot? When mm -hmm. I wrote to the guy that wrote the article, he was offended like, that I should ask that. Am I insensitive to uh, to this poor uh, family and so on? No, I just like to know. Uh, the fact is that lots of people, I think, are dying, and we need to understand, did they have the shot? Did they have the shot? Because 90% of the people in, in England, in the UK, they're more honest with us, and they say that 90% um, uh, of those who die with COVID have, have been fully vaccinated. Mm, and 80 yeah. percent have had yeah. the third shot besides and if that's supposed to protect you where's the protection i mean you know uh 
The Wall Street Journal had an article. This is the biggest fraud in the history in the history of the, of the U.S. Uh, financial mm -hmm. fraud to sell a shot to everybody and uh, and mandate it and then have no protection from it. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And, and you know, in addition to you know the parallels between the U.S. and, and Egypt, I mean, you know, as you're alluding to the the seven years, Joseph's warning, seven good years, then seven bad years. You know, yeah. How the how the I mean, that's just one off the top of my head. But you know, what about the wedding parables? You know, how does all that relate to this information? Because I know we talked about this before, but I want to expose okay. this to our new listeners. All right. Uh, but I want to just finish up with one or two quick questions. Okay. And that is that Egypt, uh, God came as uh, a liberator to Egypt and executed judgment and mm -hmm. took his uh, Israel to a covenant that he regarded as a wedding. He later said, I'm married to you. Return is a covenant is a relationship. But uh, it was a jubilee event for Egypt because they, they got freedom and they got a promise of land. That's what happens in a jubilee year. And jubilees came on 50 and next year is 50, okay, is mm -hmm. the point. From all these sevens, yeah. seven, 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 we're in a seven year right now. With, and I think lots of people are going to die this year. But uh, next year is the jubilee event. And so uh, how does it relate to the weddings? Uh, I believe that uh, each wedding parable has some insights that are supported by Egypt as, as the wedding event. Um, the Israelites understood that they had to uh, um, be ready on the eve of Passover. And uh, they were. Uh, they were ready to go out. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it wasn't, uh, uh, we don't know, we don't know. Uh, our pre preachers tell us that. But I think appointed times uh, in the Bible, you know, if I say, uh, things are going to happen next year. They think, oh, he's a time setter and we shouldn't set times. No, I'm not the time setter. God is time setter. Moed is the is the Hebrew word for set time or appointed time. And will we keep our appointments? Okay. Right. And, and that word Moed is found in Leviticus 23, where God says, these are my feasts. The, the, the papacy says we got rid of the Jewish festivals. Well, they weren't Jewish. God said they're mine. Okay. <laughs> so why not? You know, and, and, and if God, it says in April, uh, I'm sorry, Amos 3, 7, God won't do anything without revealing it. Well, how's he going to reveal it? It's in his set times. And Paul calls them shadows of things to come. They are shadows. He, he didn't say were, and like they were all fulfilled at the cross. Forget them now. You don't need to right, do it. Right. He, he kept those times. So I'm seeing that uh, they are rehearsals, and we don't have much more time to rehearse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you know, right. This year we can do it, but next year's the real deal, I think. And it's showtime. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and you know, this, God, there's so many questions. You, know, you discuss how we are being more or less, quote unquote, prepared for the end times through movies and, and things like that, depicting fiction but it's actually desensitizing us to the ramifications of, of, of what's about to unfold right before our very eyes. I mean, you know, can you give some insight on, on how soon this coming earthquake is being passed off to, to cost us to take our eyes off the Lord? Well, <clears throat> I, I would like to say that uh, if Christ needed six or seven parables, after, you know, he, he builds to a, a climax in his, uh, uh, Matthew 24, when he comes with power and glory around verse 30, 31. But then he says, now learn a parable of a fig tree. And that fig tree and each of the following six parables all are supporting a modification of Passover 
and I call it a 9-11 message because we all know 9-11 is a big deal. It's yeah. emergency, uh, but it's Numbers 9, verse 10 and 11, gives you the provisions for Passover a month later. Contact with a dead body as the days of Noah, but also uh, we uh, it's if if they traveled, if they took a long trip and they couldn't get back to Jerusalem for Passover, they were to keep it a month later mm-hmm. because Passover meant judgment and they're not excused from judgment. You know, we, we, right. we all have Amen. to face it. So the idea is that uh, those parables, it takes six, if six different parables say it's like this, it's like this, it's like the days of Noah, because I think a lot of people are going to die and it's going to be a big deal. Okay, it's not just uh, a little tremor in Southern California somewhere mm-hmm. where uh, I don't live there and it's okay for me. You know, right. I think that God is going to take down the, the high people and, and exalt the lower people and give them power. Uh, if we are ready and prepared for it in the wedding feast, uh, Revelation 11.3 says, I will give power to my two witnesses. Verse 6 says they will have power to shut the heavens and turn water to blood. Well, that's mm-hmm. Moses and Elijah power, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And exactly. I believe that big it's going to be big opportunities for, and it's it's for twelve hundred and sixty days. It says in verse three. <laughs> so that's three and a half years. Three Elijah years. had power three and a half years, and then when they finish their testimony, the beast ascends to make war, and I, the beast will also get power. It says in Revelation thirteen five, forty two months. The power was given him to continue forty two months. That's after the deadly wound heals. The deadly wound is the Protestant Reformation and the Pope's captivity by uh, Napoleon, who took the Pope prisoner, and he lost the, uh, control of Europe. Well, uh, Mussolini reinstated the Vatican uh, in 1929, and the deadly wound has been healing since then. Mm-hmm. And the Pope and uh, the, uh, Georgetown University has been graduating uh, its uh, Jesuit uh, people uh, for over 200 years, filling the offices of Washington, D.C., so that Maryland surrounds D.C. and uh, has, has essentially conquered it. And uh, we are uh, moving in the direction of, of not necessarily big C Catholic, but little C universal. Go along to get along. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. need a new world order. We need global government, blah, blah, blah. Democrats mm-hmm. especially see that. But uh, And that's why so many people and Republican like Trump to make America great. But uh, his counselors and advisors that filled the Oval Office didn't like him because he wouldn't do what they say necessarily. And so uh, news was, uh, you know, bad, bad, bad on Trump and uh, out of there. But (laughs) uh, somehow God is going to resurrect or uh, make it even. And I, 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 I struggle with the idea and believe that possibly... The Bible is saying that the horn events in Daniel 8, uh, the, the, the two horns on the ram represent the, the kings of Media and Persia. Mm-hmm. The, horn, the great horn on the goat represented uh, the first king of Grecia. So it tells about who's, who's the leadership. Mm-hmm. Well, but that vision is also at the time of the end in verse 17. It's talking about the Kazon vision, the conflict of ram and goat. Yeah. And animal horns were used to make trumpets. And I believe uh, Trump is the great horn uh, that, that gets broken, uh, in a sense, yeah. and, and it yeah, was man. broken. But maybe uh, uh, when we go to war against Iran, uh, the horn is there. And uh, and so, so I will say, comes up in his place. yeah, so we will see uh, what yeah. happens. But uh, I'm, I'm just um, believing that this this is uh, premature. But there are several timelines that intersect. And I mentioned the 50 years from Roe v. Wade to next year. 
Um, there's another timeline in the book of Joel has more references to day of the Lord than any other book, uh, five. And <clears throat> it says in Joel one, verse three and four, you tell your children, let them tell their children and them another generation. So if you count it, you, your children, their children, and another four generations, mm -hmm. the Bible generation is 40 years. Um, the, it says in Hebrews 3, 9 and 10, God bore the rebellious generation of the wilderness, 40 years. And verse 4 of Joel 1 says, canker worm, palmer worm, locust, and caterpillar. What each insect eats and leaves, the next one eats. And then, and then it leaves some until you come mm -hmm. down to the caterpillar. What, what the locust leaves, the caterpillar eats, nothing left. Mm -hmm. I am believing that uh, <clears throat> President Lincoln, who gave our country freedom, uh, emancipation proclamation, and, and uh, it was for uh, people of color, black people, and so on. But uh, I'm I'm seeing that if you go four generations from 1863, it also is next year. And mm -hmm. I believe freedom will be over. I believe martial law will be in place of the Constitution, and uh, there will be racial strife, and there will be trouble. Uh, we should not get involved in war and military. Uh, Christians should be above that. In the Bible imagery, uh, Daniel 11 paints a picture of war between kings of the north, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome, all came through the Holy Land to fight Egypt, king of the south. And it was an abusive situation with armies marching through their land. And they would take their food and maybe their women, you know, a bad, mm -hmm. bad situation. But try to stay out and, in my opinion, get out of the city. The sign to get out of the cities is was seen by Christ when he said uh, to flee Jerusalem when you see an abomination standing where or not. Well, uh, early believers understood that to be the, the Roman army. And when the Roman army came in 66 AD, they fled the city and they were spared the siege by Titus mm -hmm. uh, military. And in 2015, we had the abomination standing where or not in, in uh, Supreme Court with yeah. a new definition of marriage. This, uh, the Pope was standing in Congress where he ought not. Uh, he represents mother of abominations. And I believe uh, trying to get out of uh, cities is, is, is more difficult. We, we like cities. They're convenient and so on. But I believe that in the long run, uh, I am living in, in rural uh, Arizona on a gravel road, and there's not even a police department in my town. And I, I believe I'm I'm safe for the time being. Amen. <laughs> so Amen. I just say, uh, and and we may be mobile. And uh, you know, Elijah moved around a lot. He didn't yeah. stay in one spot. He went here. He went there, and so on. So we may be letting our light shine different places. But that's uh, it in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. uh, it was Cain that uh, first murderer built the first city in the Bible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. anyway, that's Amen. my perspective. Hey folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with Dr. Richard Ruling. He's back sharing the end time scenario that we are about to face on a massive, massive scale. Folks, you need to get his book, Megaquake 2023. There's no stopping what's about to happen, but you got to be prepared. You need to prepare yourself your family, your friends, your co-workers. It is so vitally important that in these last of the last days that you prepare and share the gospel with as many people as possible. And one way of knowing what you're talking about is by reading from established prophetic authors on these topics. And I, I cannot recommend his book 
enough. Megaquake 2023. You need to go down the show notes, click the link, and order it today. Now, the other part is, this is just part one of a great two-part interview. (laughs) If you thought part one was great, come back for the next episode, because part two we get into the meat of the matter. Let's put it like that. You do not want to miss this next episode. But in the meantime, drop down the show notes, click the link, order the book today, and come back for the next episode as we conclude our interview with Dr. Richard Rooley. Till next time, it's Pastor Bob reminding you again, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.